Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, party people. A message from your Dungeon Master. Today's episode contains scenes of intense torture, and a trigger warning is in effect. Feel free to skip minutes 20 through 25 at no cost to the narrative. And thank you again for your continued support. Last time on Encounter Party. The murder of young Private Steen signals that someone is out for blood. Soldier and civilian alike turn on each other as the investigation continues. Are personal gripes to blame, or is someone working from the inside? Find out this week on Encounter Party! In the dead of night, the mutilated bodies of Corporal Gorham and Sergeant Elroy have been found stuffed into the empty stables. Also, by chance, Lorzach and Widget have discovered the severely intoxicated body of Private Bud inside the trading post. Well, uh, we're all kind of split up, so we don't know that there are two dead bodies in the stables yet. I imagine that it's not going to take time for yeah. uh, Xenia and Gory to, to come back and report dead bodies. Uh, <laughs> found them. Don't be mad. <laughs> First off, you're the best commander ever. <laughs> this is no reflection on your career. I just want to let you know. Dead people. There might be some dead people. There are some dead people. Staples. Uh, reconvene at the infirmary. Lorzech is doing his best to rouse Bud at the trading post. He is roused, but very, very drunk. Can Lorzach roll medicine to, I don't know, brew a cup of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> well, right. that's not going to change his BAC, so he's just going to be a louder, more awake drunk. Drink responsibly. Yes. Um, Looking for sponsors. Yeah, Lorzach then is going to do his best to escort Bud, with the help of Widget, uh, to the infirmary where we can convene and discuss our findings. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Bud has, like, no idea what's going on. But you notice, um, as you pick him up, that you really couldn't see because he was sort of laid down, passed out on his side. But the minute you pick him up, you notice he's wet. Warm, wet. Mm. And And then you kind of look down at your arm as Widget kind of goes, Ah, gross! Uh, and he is covered in blood. Does he appear to be wounded? Does the blood appear to be his? Well, all blood looks the same, but uh, he does not appear to be wounded. Great. Is there a sword nearby? Yeah, is there anything else uh, in the trading post that's um, 
worth noticing? Any broken bottles? Any scattered booze? Nope. Blood spray on the walls? No, actually, no. Okay. I mean, there's not much in there, so everything kind of looks tidied regardless. Everything just kind of looks empty. Okay. Um, yeah, Lorzech and Widget are going to, if I can speak for Widget, are going to escort Chud sure. to the infirmary. Ah, this is gross. Because he's like, his like face is in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the two of you kind of need to help carry uh, this maybe, dude. Maybe at hip height. But yeah. it's like, it's like in his, ah, <laughs> oh, it's in my ears. <laughs> Another warm spot appears. I, I'm, ju- I'm just uh. saying, I'm just saying, if the decision comes to blow the whole place up, I'm for it. Uh, a decision might, you know, happen. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not far off. Uh, so the only person don't really currently... have enough, but you know. So the only person who's currently unaccounted for is Mandy. She's in the infirmary. Oh, she's in the infirmary. Oh, she's in the infirmary. Every, no one is unaccounted is for. Okay, okay. I thought she was. The two Never people who were unaccounted, three people were Bud, Gorham, and Elroy. Everyone is currently there. accounted for. <laughs> Has his okay. eyes on her. Alive or dead. Mm-hmm. So reconvening the infirmary, we now have two more dead bodies. Yes. Well, but I, yes. I'd oh, like you to actually haven't. role play all that. Because we haven't. Yeah. I haven't left. Gory and I are still with the bodies. Oh, um, I, I, oh, okay, we can do that. That's fine. I was going to make the initiative that he was going to go back and report, but if you want to take a moment, we can role play. <laughs> well, I got dice. <laughs> I mean, it's what we're doing. Um, yes. So Xenia and Gory uh, see these dead bodies. I'm not sure how Gory responds. He's pretty freaked out. He's pretty freaked out. Xenia simply walks up to the bodies and puts her fingers on their pulses um, and looks to Gory and says, well, they're definitely dead. Oh, man. <laughs> Gory's like a pretty like neutral middle-of-the-road guy, but he's like, soldiers are dying, and there's not many left, and uh, the scene is not pretty. Um, these two were hacked to death, and they were they were slashed to death. And they look like they put up a fight. It doesn't look like it was a surprise attack or anything. It looks like these two guys put up a fight and and there's just like, you know, slash marks all over them. It's pretty gross. If you're concerned about you being murdered in this particular respect. (laughs) No, quite frankly, I think the odds are a little bit lower because I have spells. So I just wanted to, you know, I'm not saying it couldn't happen to both of us. I'm very, very weak, but at least we've got some spells on our side. I would like to go report back to the Master Sergeant, if that's okay now, please. Yes, I'll follow you. Okay, thank you very, 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 very much. (laughs) Uh, Xenia brings brings Frank to her side and then sends him forward next to Gory to think maybe that would comfort this soldier. He's not prepared for it. Ah, ah, Ah! (laughs) Ma'am? Gory? Found him. I'm, show me. Uh, and then he, he kind of leads everyone back to the stables. And you guys all get a chance to witness the dead bodies of Corporal Gorham and Sergeant Delroy. Can Lorzech roll medicine to examine the wounds? Yeah. Great. So that's going to be an 18 for medicine. Okay. Uh, what in particular are you hoping to discover? So we're able to ascertain that there are a number of lacerations consistent with a bladed weapon the size of a sword. 
Is there anything else like a puncture wound that could resemble, I don't know, maybe a minotaur horn Mm. or anything of that nature? Does it look as though they killed each other? Or does it look as though the two of them were fighting a different opponent or several other opponents? Uh, I think that requires something beyond medicine. I think that requires something in the realm of an understanding of... uh, mm, That's going to require some sort of education in combat. Um, So... I mean, mine... Somebody somebody who's quite proficient in martial arts. Because my... my I was going to investigate something very similar. I was my my specific thing was can I examine the bodies to see if the the wounds are consistent with anybody's weapons they're currently holding. But like, um again, that's going to require But I would say like as the security expert of the Simic, that is what I'm trained to do, right? Right, but in a surgical environment. Sure. I'm making the DM rule that in order to ascertain forensic from a standpoint of a recreation of events, sure. you need to have some sort of expertise in martial arts in okay. order to do that. So would I not would be, be leaning a little bit more towards Fakara or David to kind of have an understanding of, hey. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, okay. I know what a horn looks like yep. when you stab someone. So I'm going to roll investigation to try to piece together what happened. I will do the same. That's pretty high. 22. I don't really want to talk about it. Okay. So it's pretty clear to you, based on kind of how these guys went down, that they weren't killing each other. They weren't attacking each other. There's far too many wounds. If two people are going to be fighting each other and they both end up dying... The likelihood is that whoever is sort of the initial victor will really kind of have like one mortal wound to them, which they will suffer as they're finishing off another person. The fact that they're both pretty badly mutilated, it's really just not possible that you can do this much damage to another person while they're doing that much damage back to you. So these were both killed by a third party. Also, there are several broken bones. Jeez. So it's the lacerations that killed them, but, like, their arms are broken. Broken like someone snapped them or, like, defensive wounds? Everything is a defensive wound. Great. So it wasn't like someone grabbed the arm and snapped it. It was, like, using arms to block things, and that led to broken bones. Uh, I can't tell you that. Okay, great. But it is very clear that they had injuries quickly sustained that would have prevented them from arming themselves. And based on... Uh, Lorzach's examination of the wounds. Yes. Does it appear that these were sword cuts rendered with such a force as to break bones underneath? Mm. I mean, there are there are puncture wounds, but they look to be the size and shape of whatever was also doing the lacerations. Okay. So perhaps some slashes and some thrusts. Swords. But also possibly a secondary source of we're looking at bludgeoning damage. To break bones. I would say, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These bodies were desecrated beyond just being taken care of. Whoever did this possesses great strength, and it was obviously a third party. These people would not have been able to do this to each other. Well, that's a mild relief, I guess. Why? Do you understand that if it wasn't one of the people here, if someone here does not have the strength to do this, then someone is letting someone into the fort to do this for them? Oh, no, that's super bad. I completely understand that. I just would have personally felt awful if they would have killed each other. I would have felt much, much better. 
can I do an investigation of the area around looking specifically for things like footprints or like something that could have fallen, like something that would would help clue us towards where the third person came from? Yes, please. Uh, 23. Great. What you see is footprints of where these guys were walking around on patrol. Okay. Mm -hmm. The only... You only see their set of footprints, but the other thing that you do see in the area that's sort of strange is that there are a lot of small poke marks in the dirt as if they were both walking with canes, but neither one of them walk with canes. But I'm not just talking like one person was walking a cane, like if both of them were using canes, to which neither of them are using. So there's only really two set of prints plus these poke marks. Yeah. Great. Two sets of poke marks. Yes. So our assailant was on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> and Rattos. invisible. Um, Thank you for saying that out loud because yeah. I was thinking Which it real hard. is like, hard. I would never. <laughs> um, but I must say, uh, I think I'm officially spooked as somebody around here has the ability to take down two soldiers at the same time. We know that Kovacs walks with a cane. We do. But he only walks with one. He doesn't get around with- We've never seen him walking. He doesn't have a cane. He doesn't have a cane? Oh, I'm no. making this shit up. I don't know. This is very, yeah, no. very old. That's what, you okay. went the same place I was going though. So, but, so, so neither Kovacs or Zampity use a cane. Nobody uses, Nobody a, uses cane. a cane. I'm thinking potentially other, other creature. We're, I'm also not convinced it's actually a cane. I think it's yeah. the impression of a cane. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, Looking at those poke or marks. Or a stick or a staff. Or crutches. We, I also oh, believe. Crutches. Uh, two at the same time. <laughs> it's like two uh, canes, what? Uh, as a insane question, but just to clear all crowns, uh, they are, poke marks are imprints in the ground from above. It's no possibility that came up from underneath. No, 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 no. Okay, no. great. They're not, they're not very deep. Great. At, at most, they're like right. six inches deep at most. Something I think that we should pay attention to is the patrol route that our two dead friends took mm -hmm. and where Delania and Bud were stationed last night. Why yeah. were these couple, also, why was this couple drugged and the other couple killed? Yeah, Delania is very, very concerned that people are suggesting she has alcohol in her system. And she's trying to like piece together what happened to her. And she and Bud were obviously buddied up yeah, do you have a question? Yeah, just a, qu a quick question. Neither yeah. of those bodies are disemboweled. Uh, the way that Steen was. No, n no. Okay. I mean, not really, like, like, it's not, no. I mean, no necessary. like, they look, Steen probably died not being able to protect himself, where these guys were clearly trying to defend themselves from okay. whatever happened. All right. And, uh, right, so so Delania is, like, she's she's drunk, but coming out of it, and she doesn't really know how to handle this situation because she's like, I don't, I don't drink. So somebody gave me something to drink. And she says, I remember, I remember waking up in the middle of the night, not knowing, we, Bud and I were in the infirmary. We very specifically decided to stay in the infirmary in case anything happened, we wouldn't be sort of like around it so that we could account for where we were. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night because I felt like I didn't, something wasn't right. 
And she says, I woke up and I called out for Bud and didn't get an answer for a moment. And then he was like, yeah, hey, I'm here. And I asked for water. She goes, I asked for a drink of water. And I told him to get me some out of the medical supplies that we could use. There's like a solution that you can just drink so we didn't have to leave the room. And then he gave me something. And then the next thing I remember, the next thing I remember was not remembering where he was. And that's, that's why I was freaking out. Is it possible that he gave you an antiseptic by mistake? She has no idea. It's very difficult for her to kind of piece things together because she is intoxicated. Did did you visibly see Bud hand you this liquid? Because it was yes. the middle of the night? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For, for the sake of expediency, yes, yeah, she is quite sure that Bud handed her something. Okay. Um, Again, maybe way off base, but looking at the two bodies that are dead, yeah. is there a way hypothetically to tell if the lacerations, the swords that are, are that left these weapons, whatever the weapon was that left these marks on these dead bodies, yes. was physical or magical? Like, can you tell if it was a, for instance, like a- You would have to detect magic in order to do so. Got it. You couldn't tell if like a magic blade made the cut versus a regular blade. This is my pressing concern. Gorham, as we all know, was a good, capable soldier. Not only that, he was a minotaur. Elroy, as much of a braggart as he was, was also an accomplished sergeant. That means that it has to be someone that is either capable of killing two trained soldiers, or someone is bringing another entity into this fort. I propose you give me Mandy, and then you vet the rest of the people that could be capable of doing this. Well, Mandy is your buddy, so yes. she's stuck with you regardless. Yeah. But giving me Mandy in the sense of, the implication is... I'm going to get information this time. The only person is <laughs> an NPC. I'm a little frightened. In the, <laughs> in widget, widget down in the corner. Uh oh. <laughs> in this fort, as we know, there's been a great abuse of alcohol to drug other people. The only person that had access to that was Mandy. I understand that people have been stealing from her, but as of this point, we have to operate that she is the one in control of that substance. It's up to you, Master Sergeant. We do need to question her, definitely. I would feel more comfortable if I was there with you. You get a very, very large furry hand on your shoulder. Okay. And a very quiet request to speak to you privately off to the side. Of course. And Kovix kind of leads you over to the side and says... This is a very difficult situation, I understand. They're trying to distract you, my dear. Whoever is doing this is very clever. They're going to lead us around in circles. Until they can destroy us. I'm afraid this is beyond my capabilities. He's trying to use some brigadier wisdom to try and help you in a trying time without sort of telling anyone else. So, delegate. Because as of right now, the only 100% confirmation who is not killing people is you. Right. Fakara or Drew. Right. Sticks, sticks or, I mean, do they look at all like they could be hooves, like centaurs? The little poke marks? The little poke marks. Oh, no, they're like, they're like the size of a... Uh, stick or a cane or a walking staff or something of the like. But Thank a you. queer detail is that there's they're depressed into the ground by six inches. 
uh, sometimes there, but the ground can be relatively If it's soft. a, you know, if it's a magical staff, like that someone's got stashed away, that, you know what I mean? Like that yes. would make sense. Or a spider, a big spider. Are there eight of them? <laughs> <laughs> and also this is the worst campaign I can imagine. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to let you question her, but I'll ask you to do it just like off in the furthest corner of the infirmary so we can at least hear you. Master Sergeant, I request the use of your quarters. Perix, go with him. Sure. I don't believe this is the smartest use of your limited resources, but if you find that necessary, I am contract-bound to work with you. And so uh, the- given Perrick's current alignment ambiguity, I don't think this is going to be too much of a problem. Great. <laughs> then Saloran looks at Perrick. I think I'm a raging neutral. He thinks I'm a raging neutral evil. And either way, I don't care. Great. <laughs> Going back. Saloran <laughs> looks at Perrick, nods. Grabs Mandy by the wrist and drags her away. Um, Strength will... check. Oh, uh, yep. Fifteen. <laughs> I will quietly, as Perix is going by, keep her as alive as you can. Sure. So you drag Mandy into the private officer's quarters. It's just you, her, and Perix, and she is... I would say her her confident bravado that she threw at you earlier, it's not, she's not having a good time trying to keep that up right now. Saloran barks out, sit. Intimidation, 22. Yep, squat. (laughs) What are you going to do, burn me? You told me last night that there was no drink available in the entire trading post. And yet this morning we have two people that are too drunk to recognize what happens around them. Explain. I said there was no drink available. I didn't say there wasn't any drink in the place. When did you start losing your alcohol? People have been stealing it for a while. Why haven't you done anything to stop it? What am I supposed to do when the soldiers come and steal the drink? What am I supposed to do? Bitch and complain? Insight. That is a 12. Uh, I mean, as as far as you're concerned, it's not an illogical thing to say. What are you going to do? Call the cops? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> The soldiers are stealing your drink, but they're also the people protecting you from the terrors outside. What am I supposed to do? Moan about it? Obviously. At least it's keeping them pacified. At least it's keep people, you know, not making stupid choices and at least just sort of sitting down and being quiet for a while. I have never heard a merchant try to defend people stealing from them so much in my life. He towers over her. What did you do to Bud? What? She has no idea what you're talking about. I mean, what did I do to Bud? You don't keep your trading post locked at night? I do keep my trading post locked at night. Then how did this soldier find himself drunk in your trading post covered in blood? Uh, she seems very surprised. Um, she seems really, really surprised. And she says, well, he must have picked the lock. That is a 15. She firmly believes somebody picked the lock. As of right now, you're the only person outside of the Boros Legion whose fate is not tied to this fort. You could leave if you found a way. Are you working with anyone outside of the Boros Legion? How am I supposed to leave? Are you working with anyone outside the Boros Legion? He takes one of her fingers. I'm not working at all. He bends one of her fingers back. Oh. Can I roll intimidation on that one? Yeah, with advantage. Oh, this got dark. That's a 24. She screams some really, really nasty things at you 
and just says, "I." She she swears up and down, "I am not working with anyone. I am trapped in here." She doesn't even have a business. Insight. You don't have to roll insight if you intimidate somebody. You you sure you you correctly make them. Your, your your will is imposing the attitude you're you're wanting. Do you know of anyone that is taking your alcohol? Has there ever been anyone that's revealed themselves, someone that you've caught, that you just let it slip? Yes. Who? <sighs> Rancid, Elroy, Bud, and she's pretty sure the Goblin have all stolen her hidden stash of alcohol. And she feels a bit of a dick that the hidden stash is really easily discovered. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about Rancid? Only what he tells us. Apparently, he's the greatest adventurer there ever was. When did he get here? Uh, well, he was in and out for a good last two years, but he's kind of been squatting here for the last four months. Four months? Slower and lowers his face down. He's still wearing full armor. He, you, you cannot see his face. Oh, okay. And he just whispers to her, If I find out that you're working with anyone against this fort, there is no chance for escape. Your soul will be bound to the Orzov. Do you understand me? She kind of just stares right back into your shiny faceplate and just says, you're not going to find anything because it's not there. And I got news for you, buddy. There's no escape for any of us. So Lauren is going to headbutt her with his fully helmed head. <coughs> Perix is going to step in on that. Okay. We'll give, we'll give a, a, give me, give me a roll and we'll give just sort of like a quick restraint. I'm assuming that's strength. Yeah. 15. I think I think there's enough of just at least a quick hand on the shoulder suggesting I think we've gotten as far as we're going to go. She's a tough lady. So Lauren shakes his shoulder off to get Parrox's hand off of him, looks to Mandy, puts his finger on her broken finger just a little bit to make it hurt, mm-hmm. and then he's going to channel a bit of Leon hands to heal her finger. Okay. Thank you for your cooperation. She spits on the ground near you, but not on you. And I will, I will look at her and say, yeah, I, I feel that way when he walks around, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm assuming... So as you guys sort of make your exit, she just kind of lays where she is. And, like, as soon as you open the door, there is Delania just sitting there looking very worried and kind of waits for you guys to leave before she, in her sort of lucid state, is, like, <laughs> like in there to try and check on Mandy and see if everything's okay. When Saloran sees Delania, he looks at her, smiles, and says, I'm not uncivilized, and just keeps walking out. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Rancid's my buddy. Is he now? Yep. Oof. And uh, I think my bunny and I should uh, maybe have a stroll with another human somewhere nearby. Okay. What's up, Bakara? I would like to take gory at the very least to come with me around the perimeter of the fort to see if there are any 
obvious signs of like structural weakness or yeah, anything somebody's like that. been okay. digging here or somebody put a fucking hidden door it's also worth checking the trading post yeah and seeing if her story about people picking the lock is borne out by what physical evidence is available for role play sake yes everything that i've learned from mandy i tell you straight okay. away Fagara. sure great yeah then I'll, I'll definitely we'll do a general perimeter search followed by the buildings that are attached to the outer walls. Okay. While you're doing that, we'll we'll deal with Rancid here for a moment. Can uh, uh, Before I get to Rancid, I'm going to pull Lorazach aside. And he is still in the infirmary making sure that Bud is recovering. Oh, not dying of whatever got him drunk? Yeah. Got it? Yeah. His, his main focus right now is making sure that Bud lives long enough to tell them what happened. Yeah. Good call. Well, then I maybe I, I need... I would like someone who can be within earshot of me yelling in case Rancid turns out to be a guy who can kill parents. You can talk to him in the infirmary. Or bring this one with you. That was the next thing. <laughs> What's yeah, up, yeah. Xenia? What's going on? How you doing? You want to go on a little stroll? I would love to. Xenia's just like walking behind the two of you, rubbing her hands together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Build, building, up, building up some static and just, yeah. just give me the word and zappity dap dap dap. <laughs> and I would like to take rancid on a little stroll over disaway far side of the captain's quarters over kind of towards the armory area sure. sometimes a little way from the crowd sure 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 uh so stroll on our way over be like i just i get really uncomfortable in large crowds and zenny and i sometimes can't handle the intensity of some of our other people mm-hmm. uh hey hey rancid <laughs> How are you doing right now? Because everyone else is like, there's a legion, there's a, there's a, you are kind of alone here. Oh, this is, oh, it's crazy. But, uh. This is like, oh man. You, you've been here about oh. how long? Uh, you know, like in or out. How long have you like, because you've been trapped here for the last three months with the worm, but like, when did you arrive before you got trapped by the worm? Uh, I mean, I've been, I've been, you know, hanging around pretty severely for, I'd say like four months. And that's bad luck for you. You arrive, you start hanging around pretty severely and then get trapped in by a worm. I know there's, there's, there's ruins and mysteries out there to find. And what, well, there's a mystery in here to find, which is why I pulled you aside. Yeah, this is, uh... I do more with like monsters and caves, you know, spelunking. I'm not really a murder mystery writer kind of guy. Yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, no, Xenia's up. Um, much like a psychopath does, um, Xenia tries to mirror Rancid's energy because she thinks maybe like relating to him, like this is a tactic she tried earlier with his happening too. So she's like, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. I usually just like, you know, I like electricity, dude. I get it. But man, things are crazy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. What? What are you going to do? Why did you arrive here the month before the worm? What, what caused you to not pop back out, as you say? Ah, uh, just, you know, resupplying and just hanging out. You know, Mandy really hooks you up a lot. And, For a month? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, everyone here is really nice. And that Mandy, man, that's... Oh. <laughs> um, that does not look like a high number. It's 13. 22? Oh. Um, you're getting a quick impression 
that this dude is just full of shit. Yes. This is a very false man. So to the extent of what he's lying about is unclear, but it's it's pretty obvious at this point that Robert Ivory is not an adventuring guru. He's full of shit. Yes. That part and I he probably hangs around here. You know, you you can kind of surmise that he's probably hanging around here because he's not doing what he says he's doing, and he's leeching off the fort. And uh, it's pretty clear that he has a thing for Mandy Graves. Hey, man, I'd hang around here too if I had that sweet chippy Mandy was around. She's real, real <laughs> attractive, and I get it. Hey. I'm just curious to know. <laughs> hey, man. So, like, how did it feel killing two of those guys last night? <laughs> I'm going to burn so much raw footage right now. I can't breathe. <laughs> this moment is Will approved, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I got to role play this. <laughs> Chippy. <laughs> oh my god. It's my rap name. <laughs> Just drop on SoundCloud 2017. You already know who it is. Uh, Rancid is like completely taken aback. Wow, what do you mean? I didn't do anything. Well, man, I mean, I know you get distracted like me, dude, and you get bored. There's not a lot to do. And Quite honestly, those guys were kind of annoying. Am I right or am I right? Oh my god, did you kill those people? I didn't, but I wanted to, didn't you? No, no way! Are you sure? Yeah! 25? Sure. I didn't kill anybody, man! Yeah, but did you help somebody kill somebody? I didn't do anything! Like nothing? Like nothing! Do you have any allegiances with the girl? No! Look, man! Well, that one. That's rough. I got a 16. Look, man, like, look, I get it, right? It's Robert Ivory. It's like awesome, but honestly, it's, look, I, it's just kind of a show, man. It's just kind of, this ain't real, man. I just want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I didn't do nothing. Did you do Mandy, though? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, only a nine. <laughs> There's no way she would touch this dude <laughs> with a ten-foot pole unless she was swinging it. <laughs> yeah, this this dude ain't got nothing. Never ever. Hey man, do you mind just like standing in this corner and watching this like Zeno for me while I talk to my friend about breakfast? Uh. Okay. <laughs> if you can, just like flip it a few times and like let me know how many times it comes out on one side and how many times on the other. Okay. It's an important science experiment. Okay. <laughs> Rancid just takes this Zeno in the corner and starts flipping it and like he sucks so he can't even catch it so he keeps dropping it. Oh. Oops. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> what else do you think we can... Hey, hey, bruh. What, what'd you come uh, up with? Uh, five on the heads and three on the tails. Oh, I feel like they're rigged. Uh, okay. It always turns out that way. 
All right. Here's what I want to know. I know you've been stealing some hooch, you know? Just a little tipple or two. Uh, uh, come on, man. Don't tell Mandy. She's going to get so mad at me. I would never tell Mandy. She's kind of a bee. Hey, that's not fair. She's amazing. I know she's the love of your life, and I apologize. Thanks. But I do... <laughs> But I know you've been stealing from her. And here's what I want to know. How did you do it? How'd you get in there? Was it pretty easy? Into that trading post? Into her stash? Yeah, I mean, she locks it. But it's just like a simple padlock. It's not hard. She thinks she's got like this secret panel underneath the counter of the trading post. But it's really obvious because someone replaced the actual panel a while ago. So that piece of wood is... A completely different type of wood than the rest of the actual counter, so... I mean, I I feel bad doing it, but, I mean, look where we are, man. Everybody needs a little drink to kind of get through this hell, right? Yeah, I'm bored out of my mind. Yeah, I know. Now... This coin game is, I don't know, kind of dumb. And dope. All right. (laughs) So, do you know who replaced that wood panel? Uh, no. Uh, how do you... Does, did Mandy know the wood panel was replaced? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess, yeah. I mean, I, this... I mean, yeah, it's not, this is not... <laughs> this is not the line. This is, this is not like... This is not like some big clue discovery. At, at some point... Uh, they, forest for the trees. Right, right, right. Just reiterating it's, my it, skill at, set. at some point, somebody <laughs> dug out a piece of the counter to make a hidden compartment, but they, like, replaced that piece of wood with a different piece of wood. And, and it's easy to Somebody made it. a secret yeah. compartment not very well because they're, like, trading post owners. Probably uh, your husband or something, or her. When you go into the trading post when it's locked, yeah. are you picking it physically or are you using a spell of some kind? Oh, I don't know magic, man. I just pick it. 25. He does not know any magic. Great. That's actually this what I wanted to know. This dude is pretty pathetic. Great. Mm. So, uh... I don't know. I got kind of like a natural charm spell if you really want to know. But, but, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, winks at Xenia, maybe? And she, like, double blinks back. <laughs> <laughs> How do you double blink? Like this. <laughs> we'll put a video of that on the internet for everyone later. Good. Uh, okay, that's it for yeah. me and Rancid. Uh, this dude, it, you get the sense pretty quickly that Rancid is rather pathetic and harmless and stupid. Mm. And is a guy who's been leeching off the fort as a free place to stay while he's been home-basing these adventures that he probably hasn't been taking. And he's been hanging around to bother Mandy because mm-hmm. he wants some of that. Sweet chippy. Sweet trading post action. Um, Zenio quickly reverts back to her normal way of speech and says, Thank you, Rancid. That was almost helpful. All right. And they leave. Yep. I mean, walk off with Rancid. I don't need him getting killed. Yeah, yeah come on. Okay. <laughs> back to the party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, pass to the crew. Uh, not Rancid. Not Mandy. Yeah. Not me. Widget! <laughs> uh, come on. What, what? Why would I? I can't take both of those guys at the same time. No way. That Minotaur would stomp me in the mush. Look, when I go, I'm going to explode. So you'll know when it happens. Boom. Should have uh, been <laughs> happened by now. Great exit. Uh, okay, so if it's not Rancid, it's not Mandy. We don't know if it's Zappity, but he doesn't walk with a cane. Well, I think it's kind of conclusive at this point that it's not someone inside the fort. The people who are the most accomplished soldiers are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Rancid was like acting it up to I, do like to be like a warlock of some kind, but that didn't work out. No, 
No, he's just a phony. Yep, that's what we've learned. I'm um, a soldier. I don't suck. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I don't know, suspect I don't. you of murdering yeah, right, anyone, right. along with the rest of <laughs> us What the if party. this was a secret note from Brian to Fakara? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she's the murderer she's all the murderer. along. <laughs> um, weird twist. The, uh, Great twist. So I mean, we, we are excluding ourselves. Yes. Right. And Leaves all us. of the most accomplished soldiers in the fort are dead. That we know of. Except for Kovacs, but I don't think he did it. If there's a secret soldier in a basement or something, that's something that we haven't accounted for. The clue of taking two soldiers at once is supposed yeah. to be indicative that there's no way Kovacs could have done this because he's right. too frail yeah. to right. take two of them at the same time. Right. right. Um, and he spoke too highly of Gorm to possibly mm. Yeah, I, I don't suspect Gorm. Um, uh, Kovacs. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's all in the names. Yeah. So I think that our most promising lead at this point is that there is someone or something that is coming from outside the fort on what appears to be a nightly basis to take something else. It possesses some kind of low cunning because it's able to locate and steal a prominent dagger in order to incriminate another member of the fort. I also would like to posit the idea that I'm assuming this entire time Ned's Raven familiar has been keeping an eye out. That was this, kind of the goal, yeah. This person probably is coming in from underground. My current working theory is that Zappity is the one that's doing this and was using Rancid to dig these tunnels to give easy access in and out of the fort for whoever he was using. I will say with confidence that based on Ned's decision to constantly have his Raven monitoring, nothing is coming from the air or over the walls. All right, so yeah. underground so is so very feasible. Is... So there's... And I will say with further examination yeah. on that theory, you find nothing on the parade ground that suggests that there is any way through the dirt. Okay. Are there what about the buildings? Uh, everybody give me an inspection check. Or investigation, I mean. I apologize. God, these, I'm retiring this dice. 22. 19. 13. I got a 10. 10. Did we collectively get above a 10? All above a 10? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you mean oh, like by actually, average of everyone added up? as a group, you go scouring through all the rooms. Um, uh, are we, we're going to try and, I'm assuming we're going to be very aggressive. We're looking aggressive for false and, panels, right, trapdoors. We're going to pry into Zappi's private things quarters up. as yes. well. Oh, yes. yeah, um, not a question. As far as you can tell, there are no subterranean openings from out of the, into or out of the fort. Nobody's got any false panels. There's no secret tunnels. Right now, nobody's coming over the walls, and nobody seems to be coming up from under the ground. Uh, and there's no indications of any sort of holes or secret doors or whatever in the actual walls. You have found no breaches okay. within the fort. What about, I mean, is this very outlandish, but like a shapeshifter, like a demeanor? No, yeah, no it's, that's, it's not yeah, outlandish. Yeah, sure. Like, we're, we're aware of things that shapeshift. We're aware of things that teleport. This doesn't exclude the possibility that there is something coming from outside. Also, how close control. are we to a lucid bud? Also, mind control, which is something that I thought might be the case. Mm. Yeah. But we have no suspect as of right now that seems capable of doing that within the fort. True. It's possible that something from outside the fort is able to do that. Unless we look at Slorin. But that wouldn't be conducive to the contract, so yeah, I take that back. I'm not uncivilized. I know. <laughs> um, there is some. There is one way forward that Lorzach sees. Okay. If it's coming in every night and it's isolating one or two people at a time to do this, don't let it. Right. We keep every single person together mm-hmm. with maybe facing one exit, I'm... and Lorzach stays awake at least. 
I think we bring them all into the the officer's quarters because there should be enough room for everyone there. How do you figure that? It is the smallest room on the map. Yes. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> like the, cause there's, well, there's two rooms to the officer's quarters, and I don't really care how I would say is. definitively if you want that number of people to sort of fit into an area safely, like without being completely scrunched. Yeah. The armory and the infirmary the, appear to be the only two. The, the mess hall, uh, and I would say the armory. I mean, but the mess hall, everybody's got to kind of sit down and squat. Right. It's not really anything to do but to sit there, but the armory is probably the only place. And because it's empty, that if you really want to keep everybody permanent for a while, that's probably your best option. Uh, yeah, the the armory then, because that'll have enough room for everybody so and be not. In Lorzach's mind, that's a good plan moving forward, because if it does attack, it has to come to one place to make any kind of impact on body count wise. Right, right. Now, something might happen between now and then Correct. based on how Bud recovers and how much he remembers. Right. That was, yeah, how far are we from a lucid Bud? I mean, I, I would say you can interrogate him whenever you want. Poss- I, you're probably going to have to wait till morning if you really want to talk to him. Got it. Yeah. He's probably one of the most important people to protect right now. Yeah. Right. Of the information he has. Yeah. We should also take care of the two corpses. Yeah, we can take care of that. We should also probably, as player characters, take shifts standing guard. Agreed. Standing watch? Yes. Okay. Gather in the armory. Okay. Everyone assembles in the armory at the orders of Master Sergeant Fakara Wardroon. It's already very late into the evening, and you guys can feel your heavy eyelids weighing down on you as your brains are overtired. Everybody is on edge. And I think just the the overworked chemicals within your body have gotten to a point where it's really just beyond any sort of effective progress at this point. It's a very uncomfortable place for everyone to sit down. Uh, Dr. Zapati does ask if he's, he's kind of polite about it, but he does ask if he can have permission to go sleep in his own bed. It's right there. No. No. Okay. So he very grumpily sits down <laughs> with everyone else as you all fall asleep in an empty armory very uncomfortably. I need constitution checks from everyone. I'm going to just assume that you've set watch appropriately. Nothing's going to happen in the night. Five. Thirteen. Uh, hold up, constitution. That's a thing that I do. Six. Three. Ooh. Uh, Seventeen. I'd say under ten, you've got a level of exhaustion. Okay. It's a trying time. So the morning arrives wearily. As everyone sort of collectively awakens in this dark, cavernous room, sort of waiting for somebody else to make a move because nobody's really sure who or what is going on. Sound off. Who's here? Uh, You get a, a sound off from everyone who was in there. Nobody has left. Okay. Nobody is dead. Yay. Nailed it. Uh, We should have a chat with Bud. Yeah. Yeah, Bud is hung over. Yeah, sure. Oh, poor buddy. Oh. <laughs> was that was really nicely done. Lorzach is making sure he rehydrates. Dennis. <laughs> Lorzach is the nurse. Yeah, I mean, he's... he's the, the never-ending cup magic item? He's yeah. not He's not Ever in that. Cup? He's got a water skin, but also trying to coax out of him any memory that he has as to what happened last night. Two nights ago. Uh, he is pretty put offish, very confused, and is really kind of just trying to get to the point where you guys accuse him of what you think happened. 
The people who are not part of your party are getting pretty pissed off at the sort of roundabout questioning ways. And they're pretty set collectively that if you guys have some stuff you want to talk about, you better just start accusing people of something because this is really starting to get on everybody's nerves. Well, Bud is drenched head to toe in blood. Yes, that's true. Uh, so he doesn't he get to cop a no fucking attitude right now. <laughs> <laughs> he has no recollection. He says, I have no idea whose blood this is. I have no idea what happened. No insight needed. He okay. has no, no fucking idea. Um, now, he was with Delania. Delania asked for water. Does he have any memory of that? He says no. He says, okay, all right. I went out for a drink, okay? This is kind of getting on everybody's nerves. Felt like I wanted a drink, okay? I woke up in the middle of the night. I don't really remember anything, okay? I had a little stash with me that nobody knew. Ran through that in the infirmary pretty freaking quick. I'm going to assume that I made my way to Mandy's place found a hidden stash, and got pretty pissed drunk. I'm not proud of it, but no way, no how did I not do anything. Just, I, I didn't, no way. We've already went over this. I'm not a killer. At this point, I don't think anyone is accusing you of being one. However, it does appear that you at least made a pass by the stables. Uh, no. He, was, he would not have to go past the stables to get the trading post. But he would have to interact with those people, presumably to get fucking drenched in blood head to toe. He has no idea how that happened. Okay. Did we ever examine his weapon? The Rakdos knife? I mean, if... I the Rakdos was... knife is in somebody else's Yeah, possession. I have yeah, Not it. the Rakdos knife, but the, the, the his sword. Oh. You have the knife? I have the Rakdos knife. Uh, We need to address that. After you get to a point, you can appraise it. But... I, he, I will say as a courtesy, it is no longer relevant for this actual campaign, but it is itself a unique item. Got it. Mm. Well, we should examine his weapon to see if it has the wear and tear of murdering two people. Mm. Uh, yeah, we can spin by the barracks and see if... Somebody runs to the barracks, finds his sword. It is clean. There was no murder weapon at the site of the murder of the two soldiers? There was no murder weapon at the site of the murder. And he doesn't remember giving Delania a drink? No, he has no memory. When we talked to Delania, where did her memory end? Because she, if it was Buddy's system, she would have gone with him, right? Or did he did he sneak away from her company? Little mm -hmm. He was still in her company when she asked for water. Right, but I mean when he snuck away to the trading post. Was she there? No. No, he snuck away. Snuck away from her side. From her. Got it. To go to the post. To get a drink. Got it. So for that period of time, he was alone. Delania was alone. This was after Delania asked for water. He got pissed drunk, somehow ended up covered in blood. Blood that we don't know is the two murdered peoples, but is probably. Yep. So, so Bud, the only thing that Bud remembers is he admits that he had a private bottle with him, drank it, went through it pretty quickly. Okay. And then snuck away to go get some more from the trading post. So we should examine that bottle if it's still in the location of that private stash in the infirmary. You go into the infirmary, you find an empty bottle. Uh, ritual poison disease? No poison or disease. Detect magic. No magic. Mm. I'm about three seconds from just tearing at everyone's chest to see if they have a fucking... Demir patch? Demir patch on them. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> uh, looking at the map. And looking at the infirmary, yeah, there is no reason why Bud would have to go to the stables. We know he didn't kill Steen because of our investigations yesterday or two days ago. Are people allowed to leave the in, the armory? Buddy system. 
I don't I, even think that's functional anymore. I don't think we should leave. The only time that someone has not died was when they were all gathered. Right. right. It would be a very bad idea to let them go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm because I... I actually yeah. feel like, I mean, you can speak for the NPCs, but it feels like that's something that even NPCs would You hear agree a with. great deal of grumbling from people, uh, and even Widget is starting to get a little frustrated with this, and uh, you just hear, like, I don't know, Zappity, like, returns back to his corner with his big plate of sheet metal and just starts grumbling and just starts wailing. Just uh, He kicks up the furnace, and he's just... So you, you, you hear this just, like, really nauseating, just clang, clang of metal behind you. What we know about the fort is that the gruel want it. We know they seem to be starving out the fort with the worm. Figuring once they're dead, they will get a heavily fortified thing on the outskirts of the city. We know that either by childish foolishness or by a well-set gruel trap that Steen saw an opening to get out that was wrong, getting two people killed. Steen then ends up dead, mutilated by Bud's Rakdos dagger, which we know Bud did not commit. The next night, Gorum and Elroy end up dead by a different weapon, and Bud ends up covered in blood, pissed drunk at a different location. Delania also ends up pissed drunk at a different location. Bud is the only thing that ties them together, except we know Bud didn't kill Steen. As you guys are thinking this out, as you guys are reasoning this very, very complex puzzle that Brian has put before you. You notice that Xenia starts humming. And give me a perception check. 20. Nat 20. <laughs> the two of you... Pick up on the fact that she seems to be humming rhythmically, sort of unconsciously, in rhythm to the banging. The clanging of the 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 zappity clanging? Yeah. Xenia, why are you humming to that? Mm. It's rhythmic. Yeah, it's soothing. Zappity, stop it! No. Uh, Where's your raven? Up above, flying in the air. Perception check? Just Ned. Just Ned. Uh... 16? So you have to close your eyes mm -hmm. to see through the raven. Something stirs you quizzically, and you kind of let everyone know, give me a second, I'm going to disappear for a second. I'm going to go beast I'm going to blink out for a second. <laughs> I'm going to go Beastmaster here for a moment. Hold on. And, and his frog eyes kind of roll up for a second, and he feels through his raven, and uh, you can see a lot of movement on the ridges outside of the fort, like a collective gathering if zappity zippity zippity do zippity, whatever if he doesn't stop when i ask him to i slowly walk up to him and just lift him by the neck against the wall and say i told you to stop opposing strength check please of course he's a very frail man you might just kill him <laughs> oh shit uh-oh oh yeah strong it's like a 21 Oh, 21? Yeah. Yeah. He rolled like stupid high, but he has a negative modifier. I'm sorry, 23. Yeah. He puts up a serious fight, though. He, he doesn't just like, he, you kind of grab him and he tries to like, reflexively tries to like maybe whack you with this pole or something like that, too. He's not very happy with the idea of somebody just randomly grabbing him in the middle of a mindless task and shoving him up against the wall. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, right, right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Uh, I just 
bring him down and keep a grab on his <laughs> Why does it look like I'm banging on a piece of sheet metal? For what purpose? For what not purpose? There's nothing to do. You're investigating the people that are dying. If I'm going to die, I want to die with metal in my hands. What are you calling? I'm not calling anything. Really? Of course. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Zone of truth. <laughs> Centered on Zappity. DC 16. DC 16. Ah, crap. <laughs> so Lauren just stands behind him and like has his hands on his around his throat. Not not on it, just like it's there. Right. Like a stage grab. Yes. <laughs> just like just <laughs> stage choke. Just stage choke. Are you back? Uh, I think I'm still Raveny. Okay. What is the movement I'm seeing? Is it is it clear what that movement is, or is it just like bushes rustling? It looks like there are a decent amount of figures moving through bushes. Towards us. Towards you. I am back. Hey guys, there's some movement towards us. It's not great. So Lauren tightens his grip on his shoulders. Ex- explain. Um, explain what? What did you call? Okay, so... <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Okay, look, I, I, I just want to make something very clear first. I didn't do any of the killing, okay? I don't know what the murders are happening. That wasn't me. I didn't do any of the murdering. Okay. <laughs> and? Okay, good. So, <laughs> right? So, I did not kill anybody. We got to find the murderer. No. Like, in the next two hours. What happens two hours from now? Uh, the power on the rejectors is going to run out. Didn't you say we had like a month? I I was rolling very well and lied a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so you knew it was running out. Yes. And did you communicate that it was running out to anyone other than yourself? Many people. Who did you tell it was running out? I... <sighs> the people you're calling here? It, they, it, it rhymes with Pool. Yeah, no, we understand. <laughs> uh, uh, your machinations with the gruel, to what end? What's the purpose? Look, I, I don't want to die here, You're, okay? Okay. Okay, I I, I don't want to die here. And he, he looks to you, Xenia, and he's like, I, I'm so sorry, my dear. I, I made the deal. I, I just, I made the deal. I'm going to help them. You know, I'm very good at building weapons. They're, they're going to give me safe passage and uh, I'm going to go work for them for a while if if I help them take the fort. I just headbutt him. Oof. Oh, no, that's... Mm, 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 okay, mm, fine. Okay. Can Salorn turn and take ta- the hit? Ta- okay, ta- table, table, table talk. <laughs> I mean, like, I really want to headbutt him. Fakara, you are far too smart to headbutt an old man who's telling us everything. <laughs> we, 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 a minotaur. We, we've had this before. It was called Lennox Brightburn. Just take a second and think. <laughs> and, and before you do, he appears to know what the murders are. Yes. yes. And, and for what purpose yes. they are happening. Why are these people? Why are who who is the mur, who are the murderers and why are they murdering these people? Uh, I uh, I don't know why they are being murdered, but somebody came to me in the night the other day at night and offered me a deal. Who uh, rhymes with pool? <laughs> uh, it. It rhymes with 
Uh, well, it, 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 it was a woman. Mandy? It was very late, I do not know. Yes, you do. He's in the zone of truth. I cannot lie. He's in the zone of truth. Well, technically, so was and, Mandy. And what was the deal? Uh, if I make a communication with the gruel, I will let them know when the thing is about to run out of power and they're going to give me safe passage. If I agree to develop weapons for the gruel. And would you know if this woman was of the civilian or Boros? Distinction? Hey, look, it's somebody here. It was a couple days ago. Delania got here a few days ago. That's what I'm saying. Those marks around her face, how did she get them? Is this all we need Zapity for? Is this all we need him for? Are we done with him? So, Delania's in the room, right? Everyone's gathered. Can I get a, what's everyone's passive perception? 17. 13. 16. Fuck you. I'm 12. <laughs> I just need somebody to confirm this number I rolled so it makes sense what's about to happen. It's a 19. That's that's the number that's on the die. Um, Delani is no longer in the room. <sighs> so Lauren is very disgruntled but looks at Fakara. What do you want to do, Master Sergeant? Look, we're about to be attacked by a bunch of gruel. I don't mean to be a uh, 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 premonition here when I say that like everyone in here who fights things should get ready to fight things and everyone that we can... Um, uh, restrained to deal with at a later time seems like a viable option. We got a bunch of rope. He's an old dude. Widget, what can you do to destroy this fort? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, it's gonna take a very, very long fire. It, we're out. We didn't get any ordinances here. All I got is a couple of grenades strapped to my body. That's all I got. And I'd like right. to use them on the gruel. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks, uh, it, it's not looking good. <laughs> right. Xenia. Yes. Can you make the nodes explode? No. And even if I could, I don't think I should. Yes, I agree. Okay. We don't want the not people storming the fort to no, also no, no, have no, the ability fine. to call a worm. We know that they're coming from all sides. Yes. Pyrex, do you have any idea how many are coming? His eyes roll back in his head. Mm, many. Comes back. <laughs> More than counting is useful for I it. have not rolled yet to determine, but uh, many. It's not useful to count en enough that we should get ready very quickly. So we have a few options. One is to stand and fight in the hopes that we can snipe off a worm collar and then make our escape. Yes. The second, that we that we hide and abandon the fort. They take it over without a fight, and then not wanting to risk destroying the fort with their own worm, we escape possibly by tunneling out with Ransom's help. But the moment that we, the moment the worm can still find us. Except that they're not going to have it active in the vicinity if they want to keep it intact, right? But it's still, like it could still circle the fort and it won't attack them. Like it doesn't keep them in. I think oh, we sure. need to get it's ready to fight. Right? Like, now what we could try and do is ambush, right? Like, they storm the fort, they can't find us, they pop into the armory, and we go blasty blast, blast, blast. These are options. Right. That's... But it feels like, regardless, like, we're about to get attacked. If they don't want to destroy the fort, a not bad place to hide from said attack and turn that attack against them is the watchtowers. Get up in the watchtowers. They're not going to burn them down. They want a fortified fort. Right. But if we give them the floor of the fort and we're in the watchtower, they can just starve us out. I mean, like, we're not going to sit up there. I plan on doing things. <laughs> True. Okay. 
<laughs> like, I plan on attacking. I think we should take care of, if you want to save the old people, like Kovacs and the civilians, we need to find a place to stash them. We're already in the armory, and that's- That's as secure as it's gonna get. Position. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the best place to be. I'm not super excited about the fact that there are two entrances into the building. But... I mean, like, if we can, we can go into the mess hall and or put them in the kitchen, right? Like, that only has one entrance, and it's in the mess hall. Right. If we want to stash people in a place they'll be safe, like, that's the spot. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's probably because it'll give them. Yeah, we put the civilians in the kitchen. Yeah, I just want to emphasize the word many just to right many. Like, do we think we can? I mean, it sounds like we're planning on standing and fighting, but many we can't run. The worm doesn't yep. go away because they enter. So it is either we stand <laughs> and fight or they're more interested in diplomacy. Yeah, we surrender. Yeah. Unlikely. It's the gruel. They defeat by force. And the moment that thought exits your brain, you just hear from a distance, and then an answering call, and then a third answering call, and the definitive sound of war horns echoes through the rubble belt in a very, very ominous, slow, but building unison drum chant starts pounding all outside the fort. They are not interested in talking. We need to find Delania. Yeah. So uh, let's make sure that people are sequestered in the mess hall or kitchen. It's relatively fortified. The people who cannot fight are going to be mostly safe in there. We can post up in and around the armory. And if we have the time, we should see if we can stop Delania before she throws open the gate. Yes, all that's true. I would like to click my heels, please. So obviously Private Gory are gonna wanna fight, which it is totally geared up to fight. Rancid is cowering like a little bitch. Right. And Mandy is like, for this weird moment, like, uh, like I think part of her really wants to fight, but she's not really skilled at this whatsoever. So she kind of just looks to you guys and just be like, I'll stay with this guy. Like, he's not going to be of any help. I will stay here if I'm not going to be of any use. Zapatee is obviously not going to help anybody. Right. Kovix either. Uh, Kovix, Kovix is like, I will keep him from doing anything. Thank you. And with like a heavy arm, he just sort of like puts it on Zapatee so he can't really like <laughs> get up. And then you guys decide it's time for action. So you go marching out the front of the armory to try and find exactly what's going on. And you can see in the center of the parade ground is Delania. And she has been summoning vines into the ground. And you see all of these wooden tendrils tearing up the earth. And out of the earth, you can see these four electrical rods that were buried into the ground as she crushes them. And she stares right at you, Lorzach, and in perfect Devkarin, she asks you sternly, Why haven't you taken the black yet? Next time on Encounter Party, the betrayal of Dr. Zappity signals the arrival of the ghoul. With the Zerta clan closing in, the choice to fight or fly may have already been decided by Delania. Just who is this frontline medic, and what does she know about the Black? Find out next time on Encounter Party! 
Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Darren Curtis and Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Imagine that you wake up in the finest sheets that you've ever felt, surrounded by gold trim and your every desire waited on. All it takes is one little promise to the Orzov Syndicate. This is Saloran Trent coming at you from Encounter Party. Be sure to rate, subscribe on any podcast platform that you follow, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook group. And for news and updates, go to EncounterParty.com. The contract is waiting.